Is this that making food out of air thing? <laughs> That's why I put it in the dock. I don't know. Next. I oh, rub just... it on my lips. Oh. And I kind of rim. I, I give myself a rim job. <laughs> in the nostrils. That cannot be good for you. Next. I heard you got jabbed. I did good. not like this phlebotomist, you know. Win some, you lose some. She was a little jabby. Yeah, I never liked the flowbots either. Mm-mm. Who doesn't love this shit? Who doesn't love breathing into it? Why is it so hard to do a podcast right now? Nine thousand episode one hundred and fifty-six. I just heard I've never heard that before. (laughs) It kind of depends on where the volume cuts out on our intro music, but that is the beginning of the hot balls. Okay. Coda. Mm. Good title. I didn't name it. (laughs) Welcome to the show. He is Mark Peacock Brush. Totally different acoustics in this room already. Well, I mean, that's the flexibility is what's required of us right now in this moment, on this podcast, on this planet. Mm. You know what is nice about a face mask? Then don't break. You know what you don't need when you have a face mask? Lipstick. Pop filter. Oh, pop filter. Built-in pop. It's a built-in pop filter. There's a silver lining. (gasps) Not that. To that silver water bowl that just got kicked. Who has a dog? I've never seen a dog do that. Kick around a bowl? Kick around the bowl like demanding to be fed. Really? No. You don't have any dogs then. Or at least not spirited dogs. No, not spirited dogs. Um, Can I touch stuff? I guess I can touch stuff. It's mostly disinfected. Have you... (laughs) Yeah, I use that uh, Wyman uh, granite and stone cleaner. Kills ninety nine point nine percent of all bacteria. But Mark, it's, it's an imperfect awesome. world. Point oh one percent. You got to worry about. Well, that's why I'm saying I would avoid touching your face. Oh, actually, hold on. This is a, this is always a germ pit, isn't it? No more than your house. Yeah, more than my house. Anywhere where there are people, there are germs. There's some hand sanitizer. Oh, you're dripping it all over the place. Is this the kind you get from Mexico that kills you? With the methanol or whatever? (laughs) Uh, No, that's the kind. I made that in my garage. (laughs) I bet you did. No, that is an approved alcohol-based sanitizer. Oh, yeah. You know what I do with that stuff? Tell me if I'm crazy. Clean your pores with it? No. You may have to turn me up because I won't be able to be as close to the mic. All right. I'll take care of that right now. So I'll take off. Just thinking of the listeners. Oh, boy. I'll rub a little on my hands. And then while my hands are still glistening, I'll rub it on my lips. Oh. And I kind of rim. I I give myself a rim job (laughs) in the nostrils. That cannot be good for you. Not all the way up. I think it is good because check, check. I mean, when you think defay, about, we need to check with defay. I mean, it's probably damaging mucous membranes a little yeah. bit, but sensitive biomes. But man, but you haven't gotten sick except for that one time you got corona. I've already told you that I'm pretty sure I had it. It was months and months ago. I don't know what you're so worried about. I'll tell you what I'm worried about. 
two-month immunity. All right, well. You're carrying it again. It's resurfacing right now in your body. It might be. I have a headache. But see, like that, I picture that stuff, you know, building up at the corners of your mouth or maybe around your nostril, just waiting to creep in. If you're rubbing that area down with the sanitizer. What if I just do this? I do that a lot. Shirt. Shirt-based face Wipe germs on your shirt? Shirt-based face wiping. I'm not impressed. Well, I can't give it to you on this episode, but in episode 157, when you... <laughs> you can't give it to me, huh? When you come back... I will have my antibody test available since I am a blood donor. You're a hero. <laughs> I am a hero and it hurt like hell, damn it. I heard you got jabbed. I did good. not like this phlebotomist, you know. Win some, you lose some. She was a little jabby. Yeah, I never liked the flowbots either. Mm-mm. Um, Episode 156 doesn't have a title. Title Shit. TK. No, we got a title. Title TK. What's our title? Shit. Give it to me? No, it was... How uh, about, oh, the William William Tell Overture. What? It's, Nobody wants to listen to that. You got to catch him. Bring him in. Oh, I was, it was in reference to... And it keeps happening. I was going to try and... That's fly? Towel snap that fly <laughs> off the top of your head when next time it landed on you, but... Your new house is fly bait. It's beautiful. It is, but it's just fly bait. <laughs> There's just rotting meat. What's your air situation in here? Got a mini split system. <laughs> uh, That's a good title. It's, yeah, episode 156, mini split system. Mm-hmm, on it. So the way it works is we have two air conditioning units. AC? Outside that wall. Well, that's you're saving the environment with your fake grass, but not your AC. Hey, I, we're not using the AC all that much. Barely ever turn it on. Unbelievable. And then there's like two heating systems, and they all kind of like connect, but they have two different control points. Two zones. Two zones. It's not a seamless system. Two zones is fine. Zones is good. I wish we'd kind of got. I don't. Zone. I don't, I don't use really it need that zone. much. Like we have ceiling fan that keeps the bedroom cold enough at night. I usually just leave the whole thing off. Good. Saving the planet, Mark. As you know, we ripped out the AC so we could get rid of the ducks and put in. What'd you do with the geese? Swamp cooler, which is a sad comparison, but fine. It's fine. I kind of miss my swamp. And cooler. it's nice to have the windows open and. Yeah. See how much you love having to do maintenance on that thing every damn year. I, I guess, I've been doing it. It's a lot. Well, mine's just in the yard. I don't have to go on the roof. So. Well, see, that was my favorite part was I would <laughs> climb up on the roof and just hang out up there for like 30 <laughs> minutes, basking in silence. Pop a gummy. A fleet, a flock. A flock of turkey tail gummies. Yep. Hey, Bowie. In the cupboard. Yeah, that's a problem. He likes the pantry. Episode 156, mini split system, natch, 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 natch. That's, Mark. That's a, it's good to be back. It is. After like a four-month hiatus, this is quick. Well, we it did is. a show, and then you, you took about three weeks to get it out. Well, what, what? I mean, we recorded the show, and then everything happened with George Floyd and, and just the... All oh, that's things, right. That, racial had, that hadn't even happened? That hadn't happened. Oh, my God. So we recorded the episode, that happened, and then I still hadn't released it, and I was like, well... Does it eat, like you didn't but, put a thing in there, did you? I didn't, but yeah. you know the world just seemed it seemed weird to put something out there that didn't address it in some way. But yeah. I am it's good to see the kids out there in the streets. <laughs> yep. And the adults. But I mean it's nice to know that the younger generation people is, care. One that their heads are on right. They know what's yeah. fair. They know and what's I don't fair. know, have you heard about uh, 
the Elijah McLean story? Uh-oh. Nope. You really haven't? Uh, the name is familiar. Is that an older one or a newer well, one? Well, it happened in Aurora in 2019. Mm. This kid, sweetest kid, this, he was just kind of a skinny, frail, anemic kid, would spend his spare time playing violins for kittens at the animal shelter. Like, just a beautiful, darling, sweet man, 23 was walking home in his neighborhood in Aurora, had a ski mask on because it's cold and he's anemic. And a neighbor like or someone called the cops saying there was like a suspicious guy. And they swarmed this dude and they put him in one of those fucking chokeholds until he was puking. And they basically tortured him to death over like, well, they, they called uh, the paramedics who came and gave him an overdose of ketamine. <laughs> so he had a heart attack and ended up like brain dead. Oh my god! I mean, it's like the worst shit. I mean, it's all the worst shit that you can imagine. Every time you hear about this stuff, but I mean, just like you could, you watch videos of this guy online. I mean, he was just gentle. Hmm. And if you read the transcript of him begging the cops to stop choking him, they don't have footage of this one. They took their body cameras off so you could hear it, but you can't see it. But it was weird. We heard about it over the weekend, and there was a skate jam at a. It was at a record store out on West Colfax. What was it called? It was far. It was like west of Kipling. So we went over there to check it out. And it was just, you know, the crew around that record shop. They set up some ramps out behind. They had some things donated. That We bought raffle tickets. We hung out. We skated. And they had just done it because they'd heard about it. And, like, the case happened back in 2019. But they mm. heard about it and were so upset that they just wanted, wanted to do something. So they did. And then it caught fire. I don't, like... I mean, Elizabeth Warren was talking about it. They've reopened the case because I think three million people have called in. (laughs) There's too many of them to name. Yeah, it's really awful. All coming out. I guess we have footage of so many. That makes it even more real. Well, it's unfair that people should have to sacrifice their lives for people to (laughs) come together on this, but... Well, it's... At least, at least it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. We'll see if they can get anywhere. We we'll get a big obstacle. He likes to blow. <laughs> what? What does he do? He cluster bombs the protesters before he goes for his photo shoot <laughs> and holds up a Bible. God, it's just so obvious what an idiot he is. Well, yeah, and the Tulsa thing, bright spot. <laughs> that was a nice little bright spot. That was a nice bright. Did you see those little memes of him, the walk of shame? Yeah, yeah, and he's got like his tie off. He's like coming back and he looks dejected. Oh, well, well done. Well, it seems. I like, bet he sees those and it, it bugs him. Well, I think it's to a point now too where, I, I, you know, you have that unease that even if he loses the election, he won't leave, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I've but heard. I feel like it's gotten to the point now where he don't have enough support, maybe. Well, and if that happened, I feel like this country would just erupt. Could happen. So, hey, <laughs> hey now, let's do a show. Let's do a comedy show. Well, there was one other serious thing. Oh God, we don't really do a lot of the socials anymore. But can you hear me chewing gum? Yeah, mm. I would like to give a shout out. Hold on, let me. I need to save this <clears throat> to our boy Tyler Wells. What's up with Ty? Why? Well, freaking all time. Tyler yeah. and Ashley, they have been beacons. Shut down? Beacons. No, well, I mean, Take there's, out. there's kind of a lot to get into, but from what they posted, it sounds like at one point 
just overnight, the city said, okay, restaurants can be open. Like gave them no notice. Oh. And so... You sure that didn't just land in his spam? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, they're paying attention, man. Yeah, I bet they are. But anyway, so they, but they, I think, decided like... They're, they're obviously is that still his primary gig? He's the, the restaurant is it, right? I think, yeah. He's I got, mean, they've been smart, right? Like, they've been pivoting, doing lots of pivots. They were quick to adopt a delivery kind of situation and a marketplace solution for yep, folks. Yep. And they've been all in on, like, activism right now and raising money to fight racial injustice. So they're doing everything good. But they're, I mean, they're about to get shut down again, aren't they? Well, it's confusing. I don't think they actually opened up. Opened up. Opened right up. now... There are takeout, deliveries, groceries, wine, no guests inside. Yep. So I think even though the city said it was okay, they're like, well, no, it's not. And you didn't give us enough time to do this the right way. So Ooh. thanks, but no thanks. And so they've been very well, if, st- uh, stubborn, not, not stubborn, staunch. They've taken a stand, Mark. <laughs> they're doing what's right. But well, I was looking at their stories today. You have to. You've been forced to. There's no, nobody calling the shots for you anymore. And they, they posted something. Uh, You're your own Presidente. Their friend Rebecca. Rebecca Pepler? Rebecca's great. Well, she had just posted this thing. She's like 33. She knows them. She got the coronavirus and has been waylaid by it for like three months. Oof. Just dealing with like breathing problems, energy, no energy. That's all the I'm, symptoms, but it's been lingering for like three months. That's what and I'm this worried is like about. like a healthy 33-year-old. A, a positive. You're looking at him. If, if I was going to have any blood type, what would you guess? The, the wimpiest one? A plus. <laughs> a plus. Yeah, top, the, top of the class. Top of the class. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to be the one I think they're finding. That gets and actually, the look sickest. at this. The very next story in all times story succession. You're still a little... Call on behalf of Elijah. This was Elijah McClain. He wore masks due to his anemia and Colorado weather. Someone called 911 on him, and the police held him down, beat him, and injected him with ketamine. He went into cardiac arrest and died. Elijah liked to play his violin for stray cats to calm them. He's a local boy. He's paying attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can donate T-Rads. to his mother, Sheenan McClain, which as I think, we've been doing a little bit of stuff at the salon, too. We, we're matching donations to uh, hmm. like a handful of organizations, gave away free haircuts. We're going to try and do something like... Trump 2020? Yeah. <laughs> Re-election campaign. Um, but I don't know. We're, we're going to keep doing raffles, I think, to try and raise money. I mean, sure. Yeah. Good for you. No. I mean, everyone. We, everyone needs to do what they can. Well, I... I yeah. But Good I mean, for you, us all. You have a public-facing business. That's a great... Yes. It's, we felt it was important. <laughs> As an at-home contractor, I have less of an audience. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, I encourage you, Mark. I'll let you know when we're doing our raffle. Mm. You could win, you could win a, a whole box of coveted beauty items and maybe a few other surprises in there as well. Uh, especially curated by... Hey, I'll tell you what. If you, if you enter the raffle and you happen to win, I will throw in a bottle of Initial East. I don't know if you remember, but that, that is that. Is that hair, hair grower? Hair grower. That'll stimulate your scalp. What is that? That is probably a leaf blower. It's out there, though? Okay. It's not it's just not, in my it's head? not in here. No, 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 no. Not just in your head. Good. 
Mark, who doesn't love <laughs> June 2020? Who doesn't love this shit? Who doesn't love breathing into Why a is it so hard to do mass? a podcast right now? It's yeah. not hard. It's hard. We got, we got through some of the serious stuff. There's a heaviness. Just everyone, be safe. <laughs> I gotta wear this fucking mask. Oh God. Be alert. <laughs> I'm all hot because of this mask. <laughs> well, I like your steez. You've got. I guess we both have it. The tendrils. Well, the tendrils because I'm having this lovely coffee yeah, full of yeah. turkey tail. That no. helps to have a hot beverage. Yeah. Just to get those germs in there. No, the, the hot beverage kills the coronavirus. That's what I've heard. That's hashtag underreported. <laughs> Uh, so we could talk a little bit about my elderberry Can I call my this episode bushes. Cure Your Coronavirus? Call it what? Cure the Coronavirus. Cure Your Coronavirus. Oh, wow. Oh, all-time high listens. Oh, yeah. And a cease and desist letter from the U.S. government. Okay. They don't seem that organized. They sure don't. Got three elderberry bushes planted out there. You're, you're talking about a sustainable recurring immunity blast. I am. And I'm also, like, I'm wondering... Now, what do you do? They produce... Berries. They, they grow. They produce berries. You drink, eat the berries? You could eat the berries. You could macerate the berries. Syrupize the berries? Syrup. I'm going to make some syrups. I'm thinking, even though I really keep my alcohol consumption to a scant minimum, Ooh. elderberry wine. I wouldn't mind having... Say I start, like, midsummer, take a harvest, make some couple bottles of elderberry wine by the holidays... That's a gift I can give out, because oh. it's a little bit of a party, but it's also a little bit of a just, boost. Just a, just, don't boost. But you know, I don't know, man. The page. Can I share? I'm going to share. I've been doing a lot of work in the immunity space. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Now, see, look at the restraint. We were talking about this earlier, and you kept that in your pocket. Well, here's an important point for you to understand. I'm sure you probably get this. Who knows? You're the insider. The immune system is a system. Is one of the of all the systems in your body, there's really there's like three three systems that really connect inside to outside, external world to your internal world. It's like a screen door system. Your microbiome, very affected by the microbiome around you and what's on your skin and all that. What's in so, your yeah. your nervous system, your stress response and how you're perceiving things, and your immune system. Now the old thinking about immunity is you're fighting off pathogens and invaders, right? Cold and flu season. That's when I, is I need, there no more truth to that? No, I need to boost. I need to boost, boost my immunity in cold and flu season. No, no. Old thinking. That new, is old thinking. Can new I, thinking. Oh. Can I take a guess? Mm, you won't get it, but yep. I won't get you it? You will get part of it. Well, new thinking would be that if these three systems you describe are working in harmony. Well, you're close. And you have a steady flow of the right <laughs> supplements... You can achieve what's called in the biz, uh, it's called peak immunity. <laughs> oh, no, that's not, that's not quite right. Because okay. what you don't want to do, the immune system turns over about every 100 days. Meaning? Meaning you can, you're building a new immune system all the time. So you are flooding it with all sorts of good messages. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm messaging. I'm a so marketer. If you know that all your, cell, your white blood cells and all this stuff's turning over, in 100 days you're going to have a new immune system, you can repeat a lot of what you had or you can invent a new one hmm no he's so, okay so you're talking about so what you find is that most people have an immune system especially as you get older that's trapped because their memory it has, has a memory you remember 
your immune system remembers when you got sick and which that's why you build that's why you build these antibodies and stuff but you get trapped in these cycles of inflammation josh that's the key word so you don't want to boost an already inflamed dysfunctional immune system do you i from where i'm sitting i think that's going to be a bad idea you want to you want to rejuvenate that immune system like you would your skin you're rejuvenating it and you can do that so that you're not supporting and boosting because all this stuff about boosting if your system's already trapped in these sort of dysfunctional cycles you don't want to boost that you don't want to boost dysfunction no that's new thinking about immunity josh rejuvenation not support not boost so fascinating mark so there's ways to do that. You're engaged It's surprising with. to me how your contract work world is analogous to mine, Mark, because that is, that is UX 101 right there. <laughs> Unbelievable. Here it comes. No, not really. No, but there, well, there, no, there, there news is a Newsflash to listeners, Josh is knee-deep in the UX game again. I'm, I'm back in the UX game. <laughs> we can all look forward to some thought leadership. <laughs> no, but check this out, because a lot of times organizations will do that they'll double down on a bad strategy oh you yeah overfeed a bad strategy oh yeah that puts you in a perilous position mark you need triage i wrote this article for my former nutrition business journal all about the future of immunity there's a pulitzer prize winning book who did they interview for over a year i'll give you one guy you fauci Fauci. all these quotes from fauci like ah you really don't want to boost your immune system like what huh I've been buying shit for years thinking I should boost my immunity. Hmm. So getting... Fauci's calling bullshit on Airborne, huh? Well, he really understands. <laughs> right. You may want to, but you don't know. And, like, you may be... Ah, uh, so it's still just a shot in the dark. You buy all these supplements. Maybe you time it right. Maybe you don't. So maybe you get are lucky. You, are you asking me if I can optimize your immunity for you right now? I cannot. Mine is optimized. I think that's clear. But you... You've boosted the hell out of it. I boosted. I continue to boost. But I guess it is the same boost. Maybe I should tweak my boost. Maybe I should tweak my boost. Well, Maybe I mean, you should. Do you think that might not... I mean... I got some, I got some hot ingredients I could, I could w- show you. Would it be a bad idea to just be an elderberry turkey tail guy? <laughs> or do I need... And is it like... How do I map my cycles? Do I start, like, when, how do I know when day one of an immune cycle starts? It starts with spotting. No, it... Okay. <laughs> no. All this research, no practicality. We're not, we're not there yet. What do you mean we're not there yet? We, you can see the goal, but you can't get to the goal yet. What we need is a visionary, maybe someone on a podcast, to take us across the finish line, Mark. Hey, man, I got some, uh, I'm working on it. All right. I'll, sh- I'll share it with you offline. Some top secret confidential work happening in the immune space. Oh, my God. Match 156, mini split system. Maybe I should tweak my boost. Tweak that boost. Are you going to do something with the Pokemon here? <laughs> and why? What? Is it? Calm? I'm looking at the show notes. Oh, it says Pokemon? I changed it from Tarot because you brought up that ball. Oh, right. Well, what was happening was I was looking for my, my Tarot cards. Yeah, I don't... And uh, okay. like, like so many things... You were just stalling to get that music in there. Got it. Like so many things in this house that I don't use every single day. I don't know where it is. It's in a box. It feels to me like you're mostly settled in, though. Yeah, but the, the certain things, like things that I boxed up in my office when I t- tore it down, you know? 
Yeah, I can see you're going to tweak some of the decor over time. I can oh, see. Oh wait, it. I bet it's outside in the garage. Well, what, what are you going to do with those? Well, I thought we could try a, a Pokemon <laughs> tarot pole. What do you do with it, though? I don't. We'll have to see. You It'll just be... look at it and see what it inspires in you. More or less. <laughs> oh, but then we have to touch them. Ooh. Oh, maybe I'll just have you point to one. <laughs> okay. Let me shoot my energy out there. You tell me when to stop. How many are you going to do? I'll go until you say stop. You can do this all day. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to warn you up in front. If it's a... Stop. If it's an energy card, that's just a force multiplier. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. We might have picked one of the fanciest cards in here. What is on the back of that card? It's a... American Gothic? It is. This is my son's deck, and you, you can buy these little card sleeves, and he has... This is his American Gothic deck. Oh, that's the sleeve for the card. Interesting. Mm-hmm. This is Gardevoir. EX. <laughs> Hit points, 170. Okay. It's a fairly strong Pokemon. Is it? It's a basic. So you could evolve this up, but it's a basic EX, so it has probably heightened abilities. Maybe this is your blood type right here. Maybe this is your A plus. Because what's your blood type? I don't know. No, no. I only I only looked it up recently. Um, so the the core attack you need. But one, now it's easy to remember because A plus. You need one heart energy. Okay. To take life leap. <laughs> Heal from this Pokemon the same amount of damage you did to your opponent's active Pokemon. I think you have a protective covering on your handles. Or is on, that just dirt? On the what? On the poles, on your well, cabinets. It's, it's a marbled stone. Oh, okay, never mind. Um, excuse me, Mark. So this, what this means is that if you do damage to something, Mark, you get healed that same amount. That makes, oh! that makes you're destructive. I mean, if that correlates oh. to your immune system, that means... So that means if I give you a heavy blast of corona right now... I heal myself of an equally heavy blast. Yeah, pretty much. Coming at you. Or even within your own system, you know. Maybe as your immune system attacks the coronavirus, it's healing itself at twice the rate. Your A-plus might actually be A-plus. You might not be as weak as you were thinking because you're three... I don't think I'm weak. I'm susceptible to corona complications. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not weak. Corona doesn't stand a chance. Because you'll be healing yourself as you destroy it. Especially once you attach three energy and take Shining Wind, which does 100 damage. During your opponent's next turn, this Pokemon has no weakness. You asked if it could be done. (laughs) Who who knew that... To it from a Pokemon deck? A Pokemon deck is just as good as a tarot deck. No, I don't totally believe that. Because a tarot deck exists... To provide insight and guidance. Pokemon are really about destruction. Are they? Well, they, they fight. When you have a Pokemon battle, your monsters are fighting the I other. I don't know. I've never done it. Well, that's not my problem. I wonder if this deck has... My favorite Pokemon is called... I think it's Dendenny. But it kind of looks... Like, Mr. Furley? No, it looks round and gregarious. So... For months, I've been calling that card Brian Dendenehy. And then 
like right as I was hitting my apex of calling it Brian Den Dennehy. He died? He died. Yeah. Which the kids didn't really give a shit about me calling it Den Dennehy until that happened. Then it took on extra urgency. Like and now they're interested in, in Brian Dennehy. Oh. Den Dennehy. There's an interesting topic. Are you are you knee deep in some sort of a cinema verite? Over, not cinema verite, just a lost classic? Oh, you can't go to the library. Holy shit. I can't, but I have a boatload of DVDs from the library that I just can't return either. So just watching them over and over. Well, I haven't really dug into them. We've been, you know, we've been watching uh, Wait, Freak, Freaks and Geeks. I found I have we have the DVD box set, so we've been watching that as a family. Yeah, that'd be a good show for yeah. That's oh, so good. It's gone. It's not on Netflix anymore though. Oh, so you might have missed your window. I'll just take your discs. Maybe I can find a way to produce copies. <laughs> Probably not. That'd be illegal. Yeah. I mean, I've been I've been really into watching VHS tapes. I have a VHS tape that I think belonged to a friend. I don't know how I ended up with it exactly, but it's it's staring at the sea, the cure. It's like a bunch of their. It's like all their music videos from huh. the '80s and early '90s. Just watching that over and over. I put that on while I'm doing my. Sometimes while I'm doing my iterating and my editing my work, because I just <laughs> like to iterating. Have, I'm doing iterations. Okay. Of content blocks. Okay, honey, I got to go iterate. See you in an hour. Well, I'll put on the Cure though, because it's I like the music. And I haven't looked I'll, in there. Is it what's the what's the viewing setup in your bedroom? Got a flat screen Sony TV thing mounted to the wall. And what I liked, about, I was shocked that I know you and your bedtime viewing. Eh, I'm not all that robust anymore, but. No. But I was shocked that they had a Sony model at Costco. That, that surprised me. Usually they have like Vizio. And, mm-hmm. To me, Sony is a legacy brand. Samsung. Well, and I have so many Sony things that still work. I have a Sony DVD player that I think my father-in-law gave us like 12 years ago, and it was probably already 10 years old. Still works. Sony. And this, that Sony flat screen TV, unlike a lot of the other ones on the market now, has like a RCA, like an... <laughs> <laughs> An AV in. I can plug a VCR into it without oh. any sort of converter. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching VHS tapes. I Yesterday while I was working, I just had Dawn of the Dead on in the background. Oh. It's great. I love that movie. I used to have a TV VCR combo. Oh, I was done. You know, you know those little things where it's just like one it's, unit? It's difficult to signal you with the mask on. <laughs> but I used it as an alarm clock. And so I would lay in bed at night watching Dawn of the Dead and I'd put the sleep timer on because I had probably had like eight beers and I was like, all right, I'm going to pass out in probably like 20 minutes. So I'm going to turn, the, I'm going to set the sleep timer for 30 minutes. So I'll watch 30 minutes of Dawn of the Dead. TV will turn off automatically and then it'll turn back on playing Dawn of the Dead again, you know, at 730 in the morning. So I can wake oh. up, lay in bed, watch a little of Dawn of the Dead as I rub the sleep from my eyes and then. Get ready for a shift at the bookstore, Mark. I mean... It's the modern lifestyle in a nutshell. I guess back then it was. It seems like a different... Using the old boob tubed. But I mean, how antiquated does every element of that story now feel? Knock you out and wake you up. I was using a VCR TV <laughs> combo. Yeah, I mean, the specifics are outmoded, but the... It was a novel approach yeah, to advanced. entertainment and the function of an alarm clock. But I was working at a bookstore in a mall... Yeah, those don't exist. Yeah. 
gone. Oh God, have you been to, is the mall even open? Um, I think it is open again. The Cherry Creek mall. You need to, now's the time to reset the mall experience. Chicken coop in one wing. That's what I keep thinking of. Our model for a mall. Did you want to take partial credit for that? Or are you distancing yourself from that? It doesn't matter. Picture this in case you're new to the show. The suburban mall or even the city mall, Cherry Creek Mall. Relics. I don't think they're going to bounce back. They weren't doing well before. They weren't. They were struggling and now this. But the, the, the setup of a mall is perfect already to create. You know, you got your different wings where you could do... A sustainable agricultural community. Yeah. Indoor growing, aquaponic farming, uh, insect herding or cultivation. <laughs> Maybe some chickens. Farming crickets. Yeah. Yeah, and then all around the perimeter, you can have a nice socially distanced farmer's market experience. You could also have a fleet of drones and or vans carting goods to people's homes. That creates jobs. That creates opportunity. You're going to need technicians to keep all the aquaponic things running to to maintain the solar panels on the roof. Have you been... uh, To pet the cat? Have... Have you been, have you been, well, now I've got distracted. Have you played that Zoom? I mean, you don't do a lot of Zoom calls. No, not really. If I know the people really well, and there's, because there's always like lags and stuff like that in the audio, I'll just do the intentional lag game. It's a lot of fun. So somebody says something, then you just start to repeat it real quick and throw them off kilter, and they think there's a lag, but there's not. You know what I'm doing? That's rude. It's rude. It's easier with a face mask, too. It's easier with a face mask. It is. It's easier with a face <laughs> mask. Do that over time. Just to disrupt. Wow, you're probably fun to have on a Zoom My call. My point is... <laughs> hey, we were getting stuff done until Mark joined the call. <laughs> I only do it with select audiences. The, um, well, give me an example. Who, do you, who are you comfortable doing that to? Um, the CEO of... <laughs> no. Uh, in-laws. Oh. I thought it was, like, colleagues. I got some consultant friends that are... Oh, okay. So we'll do some. Hey, side. speaking of consultants, I had a point. Oh, damn it! Taking a long time to yeah, get there. I got distracted. Have you uh, have you checked in with G Bags? I have checked in with G Bags. He's moved. I haven't spoken to him. Why? Well, I, I know that he moved behind the cheddar curtain. Yep. He's so you alive. haven't checked in since last episode, though, or have you? Well, I no, I did check in because you know what G Bags is invested in? Om. Om. Your mushroom pouch over there. You mean White Roads is invested or G-Bags, his personal no, portfolio? White Road. It's one of their portfolio, and so he's, he knows Ohm very well, and we needed to talk to them about something. For about immunity, perhaps? God, you, you, about perhaps. some of the most powerful adaptogens known to man? Is that what you were I talking about? I guess we about? need to just let them know, though. You've got a big fan right here. Let me ask you this. Do, what do you buy from them? Just the turkey tail? And the cordyceps? You love it. Did I pronounce that right? Reishi? My I'm, not, I'm not a reishi guy. I don't know why. I think I locked in on turkey tail and immunity as the uh, coronavirus was really coming to a head. Yeah. I'll bet you're not alone. And I was experiencing... I, I feel like maybe I am. I wasn't having trouble finding it. No one's buying that stuff up. Hmm. Elderberry, a little bit. Huh. You know, I feel, feel like maybe it's just vitamin C for a lot of people. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's true. Who knows? Maybe they're right. Maybe I'm wrong. But when I hear the word adaptogen and then I think about... Your cycle theory. How many minutes are we in on this? 35. I we wonder. We haven't gotten to a story. This is the story. It's the story of life. Dodging energy vampires. Uh, dodging energy vampires. Mark, 
Yeah, Josh. You talk about an immune system reinventing itself. Rejuvenating. Rebuilding itself. Rejuvenating. Now, if something has adaptogenic properties, can it... Can the turkey t- is the turkey tail a static enabler or is it adapting to my changing immune system? Mm. Yeah. Tough question. Those are the kind of questions that come from a mind that's been running in the fields of UX, Mark. It's what? it's untethered. Okay. That, we don't need to investigate that any further. The No, but that question's legit. The, adap- the adaptogen, of course. The adaptogen is meant to Help you ad- adapt, largely with stress, right? Isn't it a stress response? Don't try and pad this. I want an answer. <laughs> what do you? What is, the answer to what? Whether or not your I body mean, adapts to? Well, no. I mean, is an immune boost different from a, from an adaptogenic boost? Is it like bl- me, like having? It's just tough to put them in those buckets. A really. big cup of elderberry syrup is that different than me having a regular flocks? Of adaptogens coursing through my veins. That analogy doesn't make any sense. Well, it's a turkey tail mushroom, see. But you can't have flocks of a... Of, you're well, implying it's a, it's a bird, and then the idea of birds in your veins doesn't work. It's the idea of flocks, flocks of these adaptogens, Mark, working together like only turkeys can. Think about the way turkeys work in concert. What? In the wild. <laughs> Do they? You haven't been watching enough YouTube videos. Of turkeys? No. All right. So, no answer to my question. Uh, because there is no answer. Moving on. Uh, do you want stories or do you want an interlude? Well, here, let's just do this one before we do an interview. Let's do a... I was going to check it, get in bit. But the problem is this is 23 minutes. So we're not going to do that. Oh! imagine if this was get bit we never had licks this hot <laughs> many of you have worried that canada has lost its compassionate and constructive voice in the world that's well, not mark bitman <laughs> we're back oh i'm on the wrong one. Oh my god <laughs> was that even mark bitman related which one is Mark Bittman? I don't know. Uh, I gotta find it. Same show though, same searing intro music. <laughs> it probably will be. Well, anyway, it was Mark Bittman on a podcast talking about plant-based meat, and I was gonna—it just made me think of what could have been. But oh, God, this word that a twer so simple. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna check in with the old Butler brothers. I wonder how they're doing. You mean right now? Like live check-in? I'll just drop him a note. <laughs> okay, well, you made it sound like you are doing it right now. Fucking hell, where is this? I mean, they're in the thick of it. It's popping off out there. All right, let's try this for our interlude, Mark. I think, I think you're... Oh, aw- yeah, I got it. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll just read the synopsis. Oh! We're back. I'm Matt Galloway, and this is... I'm Matt Galloway. I'm Matt Galloway, and I need a drink of water. wasn't so long ago that so-called plant-based meats that look and taste just like, or fairly close to... This is like the best audio I've ever heard. It's Look how far away my laptop is. It sounds like it's right in my ears. I know, that's magic. I think it's the, the acoustics thing. of this room. One of those future trends to be on the lookout for. 
Something has happened recently, though. From high-end burger bars to fast food joints, coffee shops, and freezer aisles, suddenly plant-based meats are everywhere. Is that cause for celebration? Is this just a fad? Or is it the future of how we'll eat? Maybe Mark well, Pittman knows. that all depends on who you ask. I'm Bob Lowe. I'm vice president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. Uh, my name is Bruce Friedrich, executive director of a global nonprofit organization called the Good Food Institute. I've never really felt the urge to have a plant-based burger. I like beef. On a burger, I think of have a hamburger. I've uh, I've had uh, cultivated meat, meat that is uh, grown directly from cells. Uh, but other than that, I have not had what? an animal meat burger in quite a while. <laughs> Oh, still. Where's like it's such a sacrifice to have a plant burger? <coughs> That's coffee in my throat. All right, this is scintillating content, Mark. Oh, I know that. There's that voice. Um, but there's a corollary to that, and the question is, what a do you coronary? replace the meat that you're eating less of with? Do we know what's in? Right these, to the heart of it. Um, plant-based. Products. I mean, I look at the. I mean, the remember when he went down the ingredient list of a Vega One Bar? Burger, uh, packet Poetry. Diverging path. Yeah. Trying to grow and supply people with real food. That's a different route. I mean, this is, these are really diverging paths yeah. we're advocating here. Uh-huh. Michael Pollan uh, famously wrote. Um, well, Josh, the there's just too much to dig into there. I would encourage yeah. listeners to go to the show notes for a full exploration. I'll just give you the nutshell here, which says. This is The Current with Matt Galloway, live radio at the CBC. The okay. Colonel? The Current. And is plant-based meat the future of food or just another junk food? Author and food journalist Mark Bittman says it's complicated, but he's not eating the stuff. Ooh. Ouch. Proof is in the pudding. Proof is in the bit pudding. The pudding bit. Well, I mean, it's if it's not coming off... He's a real his, food guy. His farm. Well, he's not just eating Is food. he still on that farm? Let's look. I wouldn't leave that farm. <laughs> Not now. I wouldn't. <laughs> a great place to be. Mark Bittman Instagram. Oh, Mark. Well, I hope you're doing well. Let's see. Only way to find out is right now is go to Instagram. There he is in some sort of cold wicking <laughs> wicking outfit. <laughs> a what outfit? Look, he's wicking. One day ago, he was in some sort of sweat wicking exercise tug. Wow. And he's at the farm. Oh. Is that his grandson? I think so. Remember that? We were there. Has when it he been was that a, long? A bebe. That yeah. kid was an infant. And look at him. He's helping his grandfather. Wick sweat. <laughs> look at the guns on old Martin. Look at him. He's got his... Uh, he's back in shape. Oh, good for him. I bet he's running like farm perimeter marathons. I mean, he's cooking stuff. What? Who is this inside his house? I don't know. You have the uh, some local Glenwood crowd. Oh, he looks he looks he looks happy. Look yep. at you getting lost over there. I'm lost, and I I so rarely check this. Thing. Oh, I know you're so infrequently on the gram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of food shots. He's cooking a lot of food. That Mark. Hey, I will give a shout out. I, w- <laughs> Here you, he is, wicked again. He's into this. He's got some exercise. He's programming. sweating. He's sweating it up. I did notice that you you took the time to log into our Instagram and follow Neat Mom. No, I didn't do that. What? (laughs) Who did? Oh, God, you've been hacked. I did not follow Neat Mom. Are you being... You're fucking with me. I'm not fucking with you. 
that is so weird. We follow this account called like neat mom or something. And it's just like funny. All their posts are like reposts of like clever things about adulthood and parenting. Why am I logged into? Cause I was only Scott following skate DIY and it seemed like absolutely the type of type of thing you would do. <laughs> follow neat mom. <laughs> yeah. Let me look. Let me see if that's what it is. I don't think I did that. We're Maybe. following skate DIY. Neat mom. <laughs> so here's, here's an example of their kind of, of their content. I trust Chick-fil-A so much that I don't, even check my bag, and if they get my order wrong, I just assume they know what's best for me. What is Redfish Stream? Well, that's the one I was going to tell you about. Now that, that is like from the streets content. Hmm. It's realness. Okay. It's a lot of like footage of uh, all the protests going on and all the uh. over-policing okay. going on around them, and just... What the hell is Neat Mom? Did you follow? This looks like something you would follow. No, it looks like something you would follow to fuck with me. <laughs> it looks like all of these posts are repurposed other posts. Yes, they are. But the- right. I like it. I'm, I'm going to unfollow it. No, it looks good. All right. No, I, kid, you, I don't care. You fucking followed it. I know. I, I don't did. care. I've never seen that. Well, who did that? Who hacked our account <laughs> just to follow one thing? Well, I got one guess. Neat Mom did it. I think it was you. Some sort of auto-follow protocol. Nope. All right, I didn't do that. Thanks, Mark. I want That's you it for pick, my upfront story. I want you to pick a letter in the alphabet. P. P. Now, I would like you to pick a number between 1 and 15. 8. During my decades on the front lines of women's health, I have seen countless women suffer from seemingly inexplicable health conditions. These Mark. women eat well, they exercise, they take care of themselves, they may or may marry, they manage hey. families, jobs, homes. Pick a, pick a number between one and ten. Four. They take care of themselves, they manage families, jobs, homes. On paper, everything looks great, but each time I dig deeper into their lives, I find that this, that theme, I find that theme, that there. I don't have my glasses on. Is another person at the root of their problems, a person who seems to be literally sucking the lifeblood from them. I refer to these people as energy vampires. Speaking of energy, Mark, based on your random selections, we will be listening to a Phil Ranlin remix of a song called For the Children. I think it's remixed by Slicker. We'll go to that right now. That sounds like a terrible choice. Each time I visit my hometown, <laughs> a beautiful feeling arises within. A constant memory of times that bring joy to a proud father's heart so sincere. Two girls of I that I love just the same. Two girls of I to me, a thrill they bring. I fall in love each time that I hold them and feel all the warmth that children bring. Mm-hmm. 
I seldom see the expression that glows on the faces of my truest loves. The pain of being apart from the ones that you love has been felt by us all. But children will grow in spite of all the tears. Destiny's answer depends upon the years. Strength is their strength. No will they of life's meaning will save our children from despair. And children of mine are the answer friends to our destiny. Awareness must be taught to save our existence. Must be taught to save our existence.
Get in the face? So Phil Rainlin or Ranolin, uh avant-garde jazz musician, trombonist. Didn't hear any trombone in there. But he was present on some Motown recordings, some Stevie Wonder records. You picked it, it seemed mostly at random, off of my hard drive of oddities and curiosities. Because the other thing I'm doing as I'm working, if I have contract work that I'm doing, I plug in my, my CDR drive and I, I rip old CDs as I'm unboxing them in the garage. Put them into my, mat, my hard drive. You just rubbed your eye. I, I just sanitized my finger a moment ago. Wait a minute, you ripped them, they're on your hard drive and you put them on well, your you know, disc? Well, you I, I have that hard drive connected to my wireless network now. So yeah, I can so just, why? so my iTunes is like synced to... VLTC player. Well, no, I use iTunes to rip music because it, it'll send it straight to a folder on that external drive. But then you can just play the file. You don't have to put it on a disc, do you? I take it off the disc and put it onto an external hard drive. Oh, you've got I'm, a disc stuff. I have a disc reader, so I'm putting the CD in and just ripping the music to digital files, like folders. Of course you are. So I, I have a ton of CDs. You I don't throw it. that stuff away. It's your own Spotify. So you picked the letter P, and I then didn't. the letter, you picked the number 8, which corresponded to H. So I was like, PH. Phil. <laughs> the only folder on there with PH was Phil Ranolin. Would you pick track four? I don't know. Anyway. 
that one. So it took me a minute to like process, like, why do I have this album? But it was, it's, it's a Chicago story, Mark. Uh, oh, it could be Dirtbag. No, not too Dirtbag. My, my friend J.C. Gable, he was the publisher of Stop Smiling magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, his co-publisher was James Hughes, youngest son of director John Hughes, James's older brother, John Hughes Jr., uh, had a record label called Hefty. Mm. And they put out that album of remixes. One of their marquee uh, groups, I guess, was Telephone Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Bad things happened. But they're, they're on that, too. They remixed one of his songs. So anyway, great that's, story. That's why I had that. But I remember once uh, Hefty had an event at oh, what was that place called? It was kind of like a cool little club. Stop Smiling Magazine is still online. Really? Well, I mean, maybe it's just archive. Lately, he's he's running a book imprint oh. called Hat and Beard Press. Yeah, it says formerly magazine, currently books. Yeah, they make some amazing books. Like but very, very thoughtfully curated collection of things to read and look at. And Fantastic nudes, stuff. Right. But I remember we went to a hefty release party once. I don't think it was for the Phil Raynolin. It was for something else. But John Hughes Sr. was there just to hang out and support his kids. And Nikki ended up having a conversation with him for a long time. Nice. They just chatted about parenthood and kids. And, and this was before we had kids. Yeah. <laughs> She, she knew. She was gleaning insight from okay. from, from an American master. So Hughes himself. So thank you, Mark, for of course, Josh. taking us back there. Thank you, Phil. I mean that I don't know how if you were listening to the lyrics, but I mean that was germane to No, it wasn't. All the chaos in the world right now was like basically are we gonna save our children from ourselves? Mm. Are we going to? I think the children might save themselves from us. I think you've hit the nail on the head. Thank you. Very astute. Thank you. Can always count on Mark Peacock Brush okay. for a clever turn of phrase. He is a kingmaker in the natural food space. Josh. But he was once the publisher of Wandering Army, an online journal oh, that's right. of literary musings from such notable authors as Joe Wenderoth, I'm sure. Uh, absolutely. Um, Zachary Vora <laughs> was on there, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know if he was. What about um, Steve Almond? Uh, did I have Steve Almond? Maybe. Throw me another luminary. Besides, well, besides my piece, there, Heavy Bag. Oh, that's right, Heavy Bag. Um, I just remember there were... Posted probably more as a courtesy. <laughs> no, of course not. I remember there was a few independent voices that went on to bigger things. I, oh, Jimmy Chin. What's Jimmy Chin up to? But not that one. Not an American climber. Anyway. Hey, I have some Jimmy Chin socks. Yeah, but not that one. A stance collab. Anyway. Hip Spencer Dew. There was a guy named Spencer Dew. They were good. What happened to Wandering Army? This Denison was- University. Writing program department. Hey, oh. faculty. This guy's got himself a job. I'm sure that when he was interviewing for that job... I'm sure it's in his CV. Wandering Army was batted around a little bit. <laughs> I'd say if you check his CV, I'd say it's on there. Published works in. Mm. It's on that list. It might be at the end, but that's only because it's alphabetical. 
you know, it belongs oh, at him. the top. Good, he did it. So that's when, all that was for. It was just a little boost for people that might need a little boost. Why did wandering excuse army me rejuvenation wander off into the sunset? And I just got tired of doing it. Labor of love, Josh. I think I had a job and kids or things like that. Why did the Denver Warbler only do one issue? Okay. Touche. Uh, <laughs> we did one issue, one mini Pickles. issue, the Pickles mini issue. Okay. There was also ongoing web content. And there is all the content you need for episode or issue two, uh, Vikings slash Carl Sagan. There is a Google Doc. I mean, it is all it needs to be done. All it just needs to be put into layout. It is ready to go. Sam, are you listening? The fuck? I know. I think we had the idea that maybe it would should be like a virtual, almost like mural website, like where you could just grab and scroll around and like dive in into different areas and maybe find articles. Some would be hidden so deeply you might never discover them. You didn't catch any of that? That's fine. I did. I did. I'm just, I'm, but, I'm also distracted. I don't think there is a website anymore. No. Hey, how about a collab? <laughs> the Wandering Warbler. Let's do it. Wandering Warbler. Or an army of warblers. Warbler army. Wandering Warbler army. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Yeah. It's not um, loitering in your alley, Josh. I think we should uh, alert the authorities. Maybe they can choke them out real quick. Jesus, is that in it? Dude. <laughs> can you strike that from them? Sometimes you take the jokes too far. All right. <laughs> well, I don't think it. I don't think you meant it to sound <laughs> quite that diabolical. But uh, episode one, <laughs> episode fifty-six. Jeez, split system. Split system. Dark times, Josh. Dark times. But let's Call not for dark humor. Hey, did you watch? What is it called? Uh, Eight fifty-four. What is it? The Dave Chappelle YouTube. Mm, I did. That was good. <laughs> he was pretty raw with, uh, what's her name? Candace. He was real. He was real. He's right. We do count on him to tell us the truth because yeah. he's been doing it for a long time. Which is interesting to me because he, I feel like if, because he's got, he definitely has this persona. He definitely feels authentic. Mm-hmm. And he definitely has this persona that he's like kind of resisted the Hollywood life. He's living out in Ohio somewhere, right? Small town knows his community, but then you then you like when he goes on tour, he's like hobnobbing with the elites, you know. He's really tapped. He's like, hey, Jay Z, I'm gonna go have dinner. He's tapped in. So I don't know how much like what what is his real life like? Sounds seems like it's pretty low key. He just when he's out, I guess most of the time he's probably just yeah. yeah if you were if you were someone who could spend most of your time at home, but then once a year you go out and you get to hang out with LeBron James and Jay Z, uh-huh. I'm not going to fault you for that. No, it's not like he's hanging out with Glenn Beck and Tucker Carlson. Oh, Come on, Attorney General Barr. That looks Ooh. like a good time. All right, Josh, I want to talk about your cytokine storm. Well, one thing that struck me about that, though, this... this is, oh, yes. Maybe it's because... I watched it, it. It's been a few weeks, but it was powerful. It felt very much raw in the moment. And this, this, the reason this might not have ever been discussed is because it's so superficial and off-topic, but he is wearing, like, Rick Owens drop-crotch pants. <laughs> he is wearing, like, black metal surfwear. What does that even mean? That was, like, a term. The black metal surfwear. I coined it selectism. Isn't, isn't he also wearing like a really? like a right said Fred shirt? Kind of like a tight 
semi-transparent, yeah. like body shirt, like wicking. It's like he's wicking moisture. <laughs> it's clearly a thing. He's doing it. Bittman's doing it. It was cool though. He looked cool. Like he looked. I mean, he's he's been. He had those like jumpsuits for a while. Well, he's cultivated now this this uh, routine of elaborately smoking and drinking while he's on stage. <laughs> yeah, the red party cup. All that business. Anyway, powerful stuff. Actually, double feature. I, Wait a minute. Is it a red party cup? Yeah, he's just drinking out of a red Am I wrong? Cup. Isn't the red party cup associated with uh, Lil Wayne and uh, uh, what's that called? Scissorup? <laughs> yeah. Well, not, is that it? No, I mean, red party cups are just like you get them when you get a keg of beer. I know, but I think it became, there might, that might be a code for something. Or sometimes. I could be wrong. I'm not an expert in these things. I, didn't, I didn't know about red cup theory. What's it? Lil Wayne. It's, yeah, but it's not called, is it just called syrup? Yeah, Scissor. drank. <laughs> drank? God, we sound terrible. Terribly white right now. No, I know right? what you're talking about. I did know you, you do. I did see a compelling thing on social media, too, is a sign that a guy was holding up, a protest sign. It said, treat racism the same way you would treat COVID. Assume you have it. Hmm. Listen to the experts. Make a joke about. No, and there was one other thing, but it was like very salient. It's like, yeah. What, what, what are you doing here? I'm looking up. Oh. Is that Lil Wayne? That's Lil Wayne, but it's the styrofoam cup. That's what oh, he drinks it out of, not the red cup. Okay. This was a red cup. I felt like there was one, there was like a good point coming. But I don't remember what it was now. You brought up the black metal surf pants. Oh, I thought that was kind of cool. But, uh. Oh. I liked his oh, response. Double to, feature. Oh, boy. I'm going to recommend this to you and your family. And it was just kind of came about organically. I don't know how my youngest son. Fat, like I can't remember what led him to discovering or hearing an inkling about Boo Radley. To kill a mockingbird. Yeah, but he, he started asking, like, <clears throat> is Boo Radley scary? Like, what's he look like? I, so there's something implanted in his brain that he needed to like figure out what Boo Radley was, and so we kind of told him about To Kill a Mockingbird. So we woke up a couple of Sundays ago and just watched To Kill a Mockingbird. It's on Amazon Prime. I have that in my list. Does and it hold it, up? It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like so still what we're dealing with. And then after that, we watched with our kids. We watched that Chappelle thing uh. and just answered questions and talked about it. And <laughs> Good double feature. <laughs> it really was a, actually a very powerful double feature. Uh -huh. I would recommend it. Uh, similar story. Last night, we watched three episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so... Although I did hear that there, like a lot of shows. Oh, I'm hanging on tender hooks. Will he take oh, the call or not? The salon is calling me. Next. And we're back. Yep. Yeah, we were all waiting on tenter, huh? tenter hooks, not tender hooks. Well, tenter. You, that was what you said. I'm me. correcting myself. Okay. Just on the up. record. Okay. Um, so, but I, I actually read something in passing about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like pretty much every other police show on TV, be it drama or comedy, they are completely reevaluating their content and how they approach oh. the story of police work, I suppose. Hmm. 
I mean, I so I've only seen a few. The family's seen most of them at this point. It, I don't know. It's pretty lighthearted. It's not like like NYPD Blue or. I mean, if your if your premise going into the gate is sarcasm, we're making fun of this. It's a satire. You got more. Yeah, but what's appropriate to make fun of anymore? What jokes now? I don't not even fall flat. There, but there's not there's not a lot of become a kidney punch. A lot of violent humor, police violence. I've never watched it. I'm just asking <laughs> yeah. these questions. It's pretty goofy. Have your kids? Have you guys watched Hot Rod? No. That Andy Samberg movie where he's like kind of this idiotic evil Knievel. <clears throat> Freaking hilarious. Should good watch, tip. Should watch that. <laughs> Make that the triple header. Is that a good follow up to the Chappelle special? It could be a nice cleanse because it's sheer idiocy. Josh, should retailers recommend elderberry for coronavirus? Question mark. Oh, we're talking about this. The, hits strike right to the core, right? The Close cyclone. The cyclone. What's it called? Cytokine storm. Josh, this is a story on New Hope Network by Mr. Todd Runstead. Todd Runstead? You know and love him. Controversy around the cytokine storm can finally be put to rest. This is as of June 11. I'm just going to read it for you. Okay. Because I haven't read it. (laughs) Retailers are selling immune support supplements at a record pace in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, right? Yeah. A number of specific supplement ingredients are typically being sold, including, you want to guess? Elderberry. Yes. Uh, turkey tail mushroom? Nope. That doesn't make the list? Nope. Uh, Go to the stalwarts. Huh? Oh, like echinacea? That's probably on there, right? Vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc. Zinc and vitamin C are the, should be the first two that come to mind. Zinc and vitamin C? Those are the last things I ingest. <clears throat> With elderberry in particular, concern has arisen that the top-selling botanical might actually be bad news for COVID-19 patients. Yep. You know this? Well... Because it alleged to create a cytokine storm. My wife sent me an Instagram post that some, like... You know, lady with an account who's Food, kind, who's kind of into you know herbal medicine issued this big warning about it. So she sent me that, and I was like, "Fuck," because <laughs> I'd been just guzzling it constantly. And I think that might have been around the time when I thought that you I was it? in the throes of it. Oh, so there was a bit of a panic. And did you did you dial back or did you keep? No, going? because hours later she sent me the lady's retraction. The lady was like, "Whoops." Shouldn't have reposted that without looking into it first. Well, here, let's get into it then. This is the real story. Here's the real story. Cytokines are proteins secreted by the immune system within the body. They're known to be pro-inflammatory agents. The cytokine storm is an excessive immune response that may occur in late-stage severe illness, typically occurring when patients reach intensive care. The cell senses it's being attacked and so unleashes a cytokine storm so the infection invasion does not spread to other cells. All makes sense. It is known to occur in autoimmune diseases, and it can also strike with infections like the flu. And with COVID-19, it worsens outcomes for patients as the primary reason for the multiple organ failure and the acute respiratory distress. (sighs) That is what all these respirators are about. Simply put, the impact of the cytokine storm is a major reason COVID-19 patients die. Oh boy, here's the setup. Cytokine storm, COVID death, elderberry. Uh Uh-huh. What's it going to be? It's going to be that no elderberry does not cause cytokine storms. There is no cytokine storm. As it relates to botanicals, the cytokine storm first arose in the 2000s. Oh, he's going back and giving us some history. 
Thanks for, thanks for the context, Todd. 2009, during the H5N1 flu pandemic, at that time... Also ex- known as the swine flu. Is it? Or, or is, is that, that H1N1? H1N1 is SARS, or swine. What, is, what did you say? This is H5N1. Oh! That was the... Bovine <laughs> flu. Yeah. That, that was flu. the monarch butterfly flu of 19... At that the uh, bush baby flu. <laughs> at that time... Those things are so cute. How could they be the culprit? Echinacea and elderberry were talked about as possible herbs that could incite a cytokine storm. Back in 2009, these stories never die. They still live on Instagram. But that's because... You know, who, you know who I think started that story back then? Food babe. Big cough syrup. Yep. <laughs> Big cough syrup. But that's Don't because... Don't that syrup. Drink our syrup. Of an incomplete understanding of cytokines. Oh, boy. Here we go. In the Get lab dish... Cytokine. Fact straight. Because you only cyta kind of figured it out. In the lab dish, said Paul Bergner, director of the National North American Institute of Medical Herbalism. Oof. The National North American Institute? <laughs> no. Just North American. Both Echinacea and Sambucus, elderberry, have been shown to stimulate immune regulatory cytokines, making the inflammatory response more moderate as well as inflammatory ones with a net non-inflammatory effect. It is this incomplete understanding of the spectrum of cytokine behavior that has led to the confusion around elderberry. Josh, elderberry does stimulate cytokines, but cytokines are not all bad. No. And on the whole are actually good, despite their bad boy reputation. They have a bad boy reputation, according to Todd. Well, I kind of like that I have a herbal immune booster grown in my yard. That's a bit of a bad boy. (laughs) Of course, it did fit you. Uh, It's a skater boy herb. So I'm trying to get to the nut here. (laughs) (laughs) Per usual. So recommending elderberry remains a positive notion to tell customers? Jolly good. I think he's trying to say it's okay. It remains a positive notion. It's a positive notion. They can help support a healthy immune response. That's lotion. Here's a meta-analysis. I'm not worried about the cytokine storm with elderberries, said Jacob Tietelbaum, MD, (laughs) author of From Fatigued to Fantastic. Well, that's not helping. The conclusion what, is now like clear. That he wrote that book. Yeah. It's too too punchy of a title. Yeah, it's no dodging energy vampires. No. Nope. The main thing to prevent a cytokine storm is to give your body a leg up on the virus, so you don't get to that point. I would be giving elderberry. Oh, Josh. By the time they're in the hospital, you can be sure doctors aren't giving patients elderberry anyway. Doubtful. Doubtful. The conclusion is now clear. Elderberry supplements are positive immune support supplements to recommend without any fear of a backlash, particular to those customers worried about the COVID-19 virus. Well, that's a definitive Booyah! from Todd Runstead. You are in the clear. I'm in the clear. Now I just need some uh, intel on my flocks of turkey tail. Hmm. If they're adapting to my evolving immune system, mm-hmm. or if they're just flying in little circles. It's... it's- Constantly rejuvenating that immune system of yours. I think it is. My immune system feels pretty good. I've been drinking a lot of water. And honestly, like, I think not drinking booze has a big effect. Even in the new 5280, you know, they're relying on ad dollars from booze companies, I'm sure. But they have this article about booze, and there's a whole two-page spread showing, like, every system in your body. Oh, good for and them. And how alcohol screws it up a bit. An immune system was on there. Because remember when, when I was on my three to four IPA a day <laughs> regimen? Uh-huh. I, I remember then when I would get a little thing, 
I'd get over the main symptoms, but this podcast was always a marker of that because like I'd wait for, I'd listen to it and I'd still hear myself going, trying to clear out that phlegm. Don't, do you remember when we were recording the basement? We got walloped a few times by some sorts of illnesses that they, they were weeks. I remember but like I sometimes like, we couldn't podcast well. We were so like... I feel like the severity is less now and I bounce back faster because I'm... Gosh, you were talking Mostly about booze-free. Res- <laughs> very resilient. Building resiliency in your body. I will have a glass of wine once every three months or something. Really? Maybe. Sometimes. I've... I've I just don't like it. Never I've sounds good. I picked up the intake over quarantine. Putting on the quarantine. Putting on the COVID nineteen. Huh? All right, let me let me see if I can guess what your intake into. I bet it's a bourbon bump. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. You'll never, you'll, you'll never get. Yep. Oh, you're drinking brewskis. A specific beer too. Oh, let me think. You you're not an IPA guy. Nope. I like a good lager. You like a lager, but I but a lager. The other thing you need to know, there's something you need to know to, to make this all come together. But we'll see if you can get it. All right. Well, I mean, a lager. It's vanilla, but you're a little you're you like a little twist. <laughs> I think you're going pilsner, a buttery popcorn pilsner, a stout. I don't know. A f- Here's the other thing you need to know about sour me. beer. Here's the other thing to know because unlike you. I don't need a fancy beer. Oh, oh, are you drinking like Bud Light or something? Nope. Close. Heineken? Close. Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock! Did I really just guess it? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Rolling Rock? Yep. Oh my God. I, got, I bought myself a 24-pack and I've been working through it over Atta the past boy. few months. Have you been watching Deer Hunter? No. <laughs> they drink Rolling Rock and Deer Hunter. I had a roommate uh, back in my dirtbag days when I was living on Capitol Hill. And when did the, the dirtbag days were Chicago and here? I would say yes. They they spanned. I sowed my dirtbag oats here. Oh. And then took took my dirtbaggery to Chicago and brought it back with you. No, by the time I came back, I was free of most of it. Okay. I would still have dirtbag flare-ups <laughs> from time to time, but back in the heavy dirtbag days. Uh, my roommates they loved deer hunter chasing ghosts and I had one roommate in particular who his ritual you know he had a ritual that it was almost like an offering to the household he would make a pot of chili his own recipe Hmm. it was pretty good chili and we would all chip in and buy a bunch of rolling rock because that's what they drink in deer hunter and we would eat chili Get drunk on Rolling Rock and watch Deer Hunter. I mean, that's not dirtbaggery. That's that's kind of beautiful. <laughs> well, that that could be a that could be a dinner party in Cold Spring. Was that what it was called? Glenwood Farms. It was Cold yeah, Cold, Cold Cold Spring. Cold 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 Stone Creamery. Cold Stone Creamery. But you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. There's beauty everywhere, Mark. Even in those filthy. Corners of Dirtbaggery, episode 156. Filthy Corners of Dirtbaggery. I got, should we even do this last story? I don't, let's see. See if the headline captures you. Plentify. Captured. I think he's he's killing that fly. Is it a fly? I think he's got that fly in his mouth. He's he's still looking for it. Plentify, novel single cell protein, quote, ludicrously efficient 
to produce versus animal protein claims startup. Is this that making food out of air thing? <laughs> That's why I put it in the dock. I don't know. So there's a, plentiful, a plentiful protein, a synthetic. A new player has emerged in the burgeoning alternative protein space, touting a novel protein sourced from a bacterium found in the human microbiome. I'm going to stop them there. I, I don't think this is the era to be using the word novel. I mean, I get it. It's a novel thing. But like when I, think, when I hear novel now, I think novel coronavirus. I think of a, oh. a new twist on an old virus. Interesting. And okay. little else. It, it's got corona connotation. <laughs> I'm uh, Josh Tyson, marketing maven. Which it claims can give traditional animal plant Produced by Brood Foods, a subsidiary of alternative protein company White Dog Labs. That's off base, too. Yeah, a, there is a lab that a dog... It's a breed of dog. It's too much. And labs aren't white. Like, labs are golden, yellow. No. Well, like it introduces a, too much confusion. A clinical lab environment is often very white. Well, okay, just, but white labs sounds exclusive. Well, it does have racist. dog in it. So they throw dog in it and they think it's okay? It's just convoluted. Plentify is nope, a I'm done. lightly okay. colored, savory-tasting protein powder that can be used in a wide range of... Yes. Fermentation tanks. Oh, wait a minute. It's a scoby meat? It will be offered as a branded ingredient to food and beverage companies and will also feature in Easy Cheese, E-E-S-Y, Cheese, a retail product Brewed Foods aims to bring to market directly. Is this like a canned cheese? Uh, Easy Cheese, E-E-S-Y. What do you think of that marketing Bad. This has all been very disappointing. Yeah. It's like you have all the tech to do a food breakthrough through, and then you completely botch it in the mm. naming the thing and the producer thing. Mm. I am not on board. Oh, well, you heard it here first. Episode 156, Plentify. Also weird. <laughs> also weird. I would not describe Plentify as plant-based. Rather, we will promote the fact that it is animal-free vegan. See, well, again... I guess it's not a plant, really. It's a single cell of a bacterium in your gut. You know, feed that back to you. That's kind of weird. Let me take a little part of your microbiome, turn it into a food, and feed it right back to you. But maybe it's then, by extension, adapted to you. You love to It's an adaptogenic protein. It's not an adaptogen. Could it be synthesized Those are plants. Some turkey tails. Or mushrooms. I guess mushrooms aren't plants, are they? They're fungus. You got that right. You know, I think you can grow... Fungus among us. I think you can grow mushrooms on rice. I think you can grow them in your sweat sock drawer. Well, I knew, I knew a guy back in high school. Named, his <laughs> name was Neil, and he good talked... Good start. He kind of talked like Jimmy Stewart, and uh, he went away to college. We went to had college? some good times with Neil uh, down in Littleton, some dirtbaggery. He went away to college for a semester... I thought you were talking about Neil Gottlieb. You're talking about Neil in college. That's the only Neil I know. No, he went to high school. This was a Neil that I knew. <laughs> oh, that's right. He went to high school. He in was... high school. Okay. But when he went away, to college, all it took was one semester away at college. He just partied. Oh. A psychedelic excursion of Ooh. epic proportions. Did he go? Did he come back? No, he didn't. We, me and my he friend said went. He said Barreted? Me and my friend went over to his house to like catch up with him. He didn't. He didn't know who we were. Oh, boy. I remember it was sort of like, he was like, hey, guys. Oh, no. 
And he didn't even sound like Jimmy Stewart as much anymore. What the hell? What happened here, Neil? You just wait a second. Peter Green. We know you pretty well, Neil. Sid Barrett. But the one thing he did tell us, if I'm remembering this right, was that he was growing mushrooms, maybe, and he was doing it on rice. (laughs) But I'm thinking more about turkey tails. So I've got my elderberry bushes. Could I set up some sort of indoor hydroponic situation with rice where I'm growing turkey tails? And then I've got my immunity regimen in-house. Well, I, And then as I, because the research clearly isn't going to catch up to me, start figuring out my own immune cycles, maybe I'm phasing in and out different ingredients. Maybe the core, the through line, the thread is an elderberry turkey tarot, turkey, turkey tail main line. Mm-hmm. But then I'm bringing in branch supplements. In the spring, maybe I add some sort of echinacea. Oh, no? Sure. All right, fine. I got more. I can throw some more on your list. Give me one. What, what uh, am I going to add in the fall? As shoulder season Himalayan tartary buckwheat. Okay. <laughs> you love that. How do I get that into my system? Uh, is, that like a, is that a grain, though? Is it a buckwheat? Can it's a I cereal. Just... It's a grain. It's, so, it's gluten-free. So could I, I could make a biscuit? It doesn't... You could, but it's very hard to get your hands on the actual product. Oh, the raw materials? Mm-hmm. So you have to get it in a supplement? I can get you a supplement. One of your Sherpa buddies? <laughs> or, or you're going to love this because of your, uh, your dance with the statins, right? <laughs> to, to, the avoidance of the statins. Fish oil. The right processing of fish oil where you keep a natural vitamin D and A and you have pro-resolving mediators. Mm. Ooh. That is what you need. Let me ask you this. Do you think some fish oil pills purchased at Costco? I think you just buy the straight up purchased at Costco two years ago. Oil. Oil caplets. But can they ferment in that caplet? Is the fact that I I abandoned them and now want to come back to a possibly expired product, but maybe supercharged by time, (laughs) could that fill the void? Well, they do go rancid. Not the capsules. The oil would. The oil is in the capsule. But the capsule is hermetic. <laughs> well, you know how you tell? You bite, bite into it. You bite it and let the oil come out and be like... Does it it makes it? you want to puke. I mean, I mean, I don't know if there's anything in there still. You want Take is, them. Why not? Is rancidity really a problem? You might like Could rancidity. Could there be health benefits locked away in decomposition? In, Interesting. In rancid... Fermentation, isn't that just along the curve of rancidity? It's fermentation is just early rot. Oh, Josh. Too we bad. Need, we this is our third food trend. Show. Remember our first two, which was half-eaten food, and there was another half one. Half-eaten food. Yeah, remember? Back in the blog days. Here, we can find that here. But I like your third one. Rotten food. Full-on rot. Uh, half-eaten. Oh, man. Are they still on here? Are you looking on the Medium page? Yeah. Treasure trove. Meet the CEO power animals? Let's start two food food trends. Man. Encyclopedic. December of 2016. Oh, my God. Room temp and half eaten. Are you ready for the next big things in in health food? (laughs) 
That's that, good. That was our breakthrough. Room temp and happiness. <laughs> this, this was the blog post. Here's how it works. We settle on the message right here in this post. Talking points below. Blah, 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 blah. We're kicking blah, blah. We turn it into a trend. A trend. We're bona fide. That's it, folks. Cha-ching. Let's get Megan. I demand room temp for my family. Trend one, room temp. Resist the twin evils of refrigeration and cooking. Room temp. I like it. There you go. What's the, what are the benefits of half-eaten? Well, here's the talking points on room temp. Room temp is anti-refrigerator, so it's totally primitive and really natural. That's keto. Room temp is anti-refrigerator and anti-stovetop, so its footprint is light. That's sustainable. Room temp is European, so that's fancy old world and artisanal. Room temp is healthy, since all those molecule, molecules in the food stay completely unfussed with. Room temp is just right. Half eaten? I'll give you the talking points. Half eaten is fortified with additional microbiota to improve GI function. Oh, Maybe just you, by virtue of sitting out with a little bit of bacteria from you get your mouth juice on fronts. It. Half eaten is convenient and family friendly. Oh yeah. Half eaten is way economical. Half eaten eliminates food waste in America. Half eaten is full on is the last talking point. Half eaten is full on. I remember half eaten now because it it came about from like. Our strategy, I think you and I both adopt this strategy of sometimes when you go out to eat with the fam, you listen to the kids' order. You're like, yeah, they're not going to finish that. No, That's how it started. They're not going to finish that. No, Jenny's not going to finish that. I'm I'll just order. have a salad. <laughs> yep. And then you're finishing off the plates. You're not wasting food. You're sharing a microbiome. You're getting some of their little gut critters in you. Think about that, though, now. Now let's like... I think that's it. still fine. Oh, good for you. I think you want to fortify the home biome. You want to be sharing more of those germs until, you know, a big one comes crashing one, down. See, then you self-isolate. See if one of you falls down. Everybody gets it and one dies. Hey, oh. easy. Hey, man. 2020. This, this is real talk. This is real talk. <laughs> I'll give you some cop humor and some whatever. It's all in there. COVID humor. COVID death humor. Cutting edge. Futuristic thinking from Mark Peacock Rush. You're welcome. Kingmaker in the natural products space. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Um, really, the researcher to the stars. Thank you. Real quick, because this is, you know, we've... We're not done? Some high points and some low points, Mark. Bright spots we in got natural food it. right now. What's, what's, what's searing and white hot in natural foods? Josh, there's two stories. I just mean like a sun, like burning bright. There's White two? skin does not illuminate. There's nothing special about it. It actually kind of sucks. It gets cancer easy. Go ahead. Well, maybe three. I'll give you three. Because two are very specific to supplements. But you love the supplement game. You love it. You can tinker and put things together. Boost your health. Optimize. Two takeaways out of the pandemic. All right. One. I was waiting for. Go. Immunity products on fire. Duh. Okay. <laughs> well, no. What that means is you're going to start running out of that turkey tail. Oh, you think there's going to be a premium on More that? More demand, absolutely. Two, e-commerce. Heavy shift. Is it rating? Heavy sales shift from terrestrial retail to the e-commerce space with no end in sight. So the other takeaway, Josh, have you seen what's going on with Instacart? Have you used Instacart? Instacart? Mm-hmm. No. I haven't used it, but it is on fire. I'll bet no one wants to go to the store. Even though that's actually, I've read that's kind of a pretty low risk activity. I don't mind going to the store. It's kind of a, still a nice 
chance to get out. I, I do find myself going to Sprouts less because it's such a shoebox. It is. It's too intense. It's pretty intense, and it's a. You want a deep cut? <laughs> yep. Watch. I don't want everyone knowing about this, but uh, the Natural Grocers mm. off of Colorado on Leedsdale. Oh yeah. That is the jam. But they don't have enough of things. They have a lot of stuff in there. They do? They have some great products. Isn't half that store supplements? They have a lot of supplements, but they also have a great produce section. Mm. They have tons of dry goods in Mm -hmm. bulk, Mm. which Mm. are good to stock up on for when the lockdown... Oh, shit. That's what we should have talked about. What? It's time to build my damn prepper bag. I need to know what to put in it. Ooh, that would be good. You know, I have... Lots of prepper pantry space downstairs now. I've been when I go to Whole Foods, I'll buy, you know, a big old thing of dried pasta, just different things that I can throw downstairs. We'll be riding home in the rain <laughs> yeah, on a wet bike. Guy. Um, so what goes in the prepper bag, though? Oh, I don't know. I think you want. It used to be water, protein powders. Well, I've got a shelf that's tall enough that I'm just like I'll get jugs of water, Eldorado water, and just shove them in there. So eventually, I'll probably hopefully have like 20 of those packed away. Should be enough water for a while. And then I've been doing... What if you have to get out in a hurry? That's a lot of... Well, you don't take the water with you if it's that dire. And at least it's in like bottles, so you could grab a number of them. You could fill the bowler with bottled water. (laughs) The bowler, God. (laughs) But what I think is smart to have... I mean, like pasta, dried grains, okay. But you need water to cook those. Maybe you're better off... You know, they have vacuum-sealed bags and cans of beans and things. So you could do that. I'm thinking, like, meal powders, right? Like, the protein powders with the complete meal powder things that you add water to. Mm. Still water, yeah. I know, it's but then cool. you're drinking the water, and you're all, because if you cook pasta, you're not... I'm just thinking, I, I would imagine... You're largely discarding the, the water you cook it in. I was envisioning your prepper shelf as bottles of water, like big liter bottles, not the giant El Dorado, but whatever, mm-hmm. and just tubs of like vega protein powder there's some i'm getting some of those i'm accumulating some <laughs> but then you want to kind of cycle through them. you want to bring the old ones to the front and then be using them upstairs too so you're always kind of are you using protein powders up here not really yeah, not i don't really love protein powders Mm-mm. but i'll use them sometimes hemp seeds just boatloads of hemp seeds you can just eat fistfuls of that shit chia seeds uh tons of like those box nut milks it's all good stuff to have. Sure. What do you mean, sure? If you had like, if you've got hemp milk and chia seeds and a, you know, some coconut sugar and some vanilla, you're making chia tapioca all the time. All you need is one of those like little. Don't do that. The shakers, one of the shakers, you know, like the shaker bottles. Yep. Yep. That is a, such a treat, and it's power, man. It's fiber. It's protein. Power packed. I believe you. Punches of nutrition. All right. It's going to be a recurring feature. Updates on the prepper shelf. Who prepper, doesn't love... Prepper prep. Who doesn't love trying to live through 2020? Who doesn't Oof. love the intrigue, the unrest, the upheaval? It is time for change. The dark humor. The dark humor, but no, I mean the future. Me and Dave Chappelle. The future is upon us, Mark. We need to rise to the moment, but also make sure it's still just a dumb just podcast. Cut the Don't tell me to cut. I'm saying this is a dumb podcast. It is a dumb podcast. <laughs> So I'm trying to cut it. <laughs> okay. That was, that, was, that was... Oh, sorry, what? No, I thought we were done. That was hours of meandering. I was kind of enjoying it. All right. Just moving some things around. You're not even cut yet, are you? 
Oh, you'll know when I cut. This is done. Come back for episode 157.